0: Welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us in our vocations, in whatever state of life we may be in. And now your host, Stacey Galino. Hey there, y'all. So excited to be with you once again this week. Got a great, great program for you today. I've got a new guest, new to, new to uh, Catholic Community Radio and Faith in Good Counsel, but his name may be a little bit familiar to you. His name is Jacob Popchak. Now, if you say, you're saying to yourself, hey, Popchak, Popchak, where have I heard that before? Well, you should be listening from 11 to 12 on Catholic Community Radio because you will hear his parents, Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchak, on the More to Life Radio call-in show. Catholic therapy integrating toB the theology of the body beautiful beautiful program well their son today Jacob Popcheck is my guest today and I'm so delighted how are you Jacob
1: I'm just fine Stacy how are you I
0: am great and I'm especially great because you have agreed to be my guest now I I before we I want to just jump into the interview but we must pull back and re, I, remember that we always start faith and good counsel with a prayer. I'm just a little excited. I'm a little excited to have you on, Jacob. So
1: Oh, I don't blame you. I'm excited to be here.
0: Oh, good. Good. Well, let's let's start in prayer, shall we? And I want to pray the prayer that that you and I prayed many, many times together when you and I met at Theology of the mm-hmm. Body 2 with Christopher West a few few months One back. Minute. Yeah, so let's do that. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Saint John Paul II, witness to hope, apostle of the human person, servant of Jesus and Mary, please pray for us. Our Lady of good counsel, please pray for us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And S- Jacob, Amen. I, I know I, we were speaking off air and you shared with me your favorite saints. And I just want to invoke them as well. So it's Saint, correct me if I'm wrong, Saint Nicholas and Saint yes. Homobonus. Now who is Saint? Is correct, yeah. If, well, first let's ask for their intercession. Please pray for us. Amen. Now who is Saint Homobonus? Am I saying that correctly?
1: You are saying that correctly. And uh, St. Bonus is one of those really little-known saints that, that not a lot of people have ever heard of. Uh, and his name might strike some people as funny. But what I love about St. Bonus is that, uh, number one, he's the patron saint of businessmen. So you'll mm. often see little statues of him at the Fortune 500 companies and stuff. You know, mm. People don't really know why he's there, but he'll often have a little statue there. But the bigger reason why I love him is, is that... Uh, He's a first century saint who was just a tailor he was a married tailor he had some kids and uh, his name in Latin literally means good man oh. He's a saint just because he was a good guy he gave money to the poor he did the best he could do as a tailor and a father and a husband and right off the right off the gate you know right as the the, the church is opening in the first century. We've got this saint who is a saint just because he's a good guy. And I think that's a beautiful inspiration for us.
0: Wow. And I love that we're starting our time together off of that. I've never heard of Saint Homobonus, and we want to remember him. And just he was just living the splendor of the ordinary, wasn't he? Just that dignity of work and family that we're called to um, in our very creation as we image uh, the Blessed Trinity in our maleness and in our femaleness and in our union. I mean, it's awesome. So And, and how how appropriate. Um, I can really see Jacob having gotten to know you a little bit at Theology of the Body too, why he would inspire you. You know, so I want to just tell my listeners that, so my husband and I are, um, are attending Theology of the Body Institute together, and I'm in the process of the certification program and so forth. It is life-changing. You know, you can study this on your own, and I have for many years, but there's something about being with Christopher and the other good folks at the Theology of the Body Institute, um, and and immersing in this teaching, this beautiful teaching of John Paul II, which is really how it was in the beginning, okay, he's just reiterating it for us in a way that we can receive it in this day and time, well, you meet the most awesome people, at Theology of the Body Institute, and one of those people is Jacob Popcheck. Now, Jacob, you caught my Aww. eye. Yeah, yeah. You caught my eye because you're just, just young and handsome, and you know, your personality. I could just, I was like, I got to meet this. Oh, shucks. Oh, shucks. I got to meet this guy. I'm
1: glad this is radio because you, you'd see me blushing. Oh,
0: well, you know, you're, first of all, your name, I love your name because my son's name is Jacob, and I think you guys go to school together. Uh, somewhat at franciscan university right well
1: we do now i'm I'm in the grad program at franciscan yeah yeah, same vicinity
0: yeah same vicinity and so you know and i'm seeing this young man and he's interacting with people and drawing and making i thought i have to talk to him and so that's how how you and i met but i know a little bit about you but our listeners don't and so i want to if if you would just kind of tell us what's what's your groove what are you doing besides being a student? What's your ministry? What's your service? What's your what's your heart?
1: Well, I'm really on fire for Theology of the Body. Yeah. You know, I, I I just really think it's an incredible thing that, that not only fulfills every aspect of faith, but you know, fulfills every aspect of our lives, helps us as, you know, we see in the witness of St. Hovonis, as you were bringing up, helps us fulfill whatever God's calling us to already. Helps us to be everything that we were meant to be. Uh, So I am a Theology of the Body speaker and commentator. Mm -hmm. I've spoken all over the country and and the world, in fact, uh, Latin America. And um, I I run a blog, and I have a website, passionfruitministry.com, where I I share with people the Theology of the Body, not just from sort of a personal opinion perspective or even an academic perspective, but what's really important to me through that ministry, through the speaking that we do, through the, the blog that I run, and also coming this summer through the videos that uh, we produce, I really try to put out there first the real hardcore facts of TOV, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not just, well, this is how I feel or, <laughs> hey, you know, this is what's worked for me in dating or spiritual life or whatever, but this is really what the church says. Right. You know, this is what these great mystics say or what these great saints say or what these great thinkers have to say. But breaking that down and doing it, in a loving way, doing it in an open way, doing it in a way that that anyone can just jump in on and that isn't condemning, that isn't, you know, judgmental. It's just sort of like, hey, come and join the party. Let's all get in this together because the water's warm and it's going to be a good time. And it's
0: (laughs) the authentic love that we're all thirsting for. I mean, do you see this in your generation? Let me just say, I am old enough to be your mom. So Jacob's in his early 20s and, you know, I've already told y'all how old I am, so we don't have to discuss that any further. But, (laughs) you know, they already know everything, Jacob. So I think it is so incredible that you, Jacob, in your early 20s, know what you know and have such a passion for it and are sharing it, being that vessel, um, you know, for your generation and, frankly, for mine.
1: Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I've been very blessed. You know, I can't take any credit whatsoever. I've been very, very blessed to grow up so close with, with my parents passing on Theology of the Body personally to me, uh, being you know passed on by, by Christopher West, because yes. I've always had a very personal relationship with him, and, yeah. and many other great people, Damon Owens, uh, Dr. Oh, Joseph yeah. White, have all been major role models in my life with Theology of the Body, teaching me, informing me. So yeah. that, you know, there's never really been a time where I I didn't know theology of the body. Wow. You know, we, we're blessed in the Church with many great speakers who have some amazing conversion story. I'm not one of those people. Wow. Uh, you know, I, I've i just... always had theology of the body, and as I've grown up and met people within the Church who don't really know what's going on, or outside of the Church who don't really know mm-hmm. what's going on, and are hurting for different reasons, because mm-hmm. God knows we're all on different journeys. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just encouraged me to to throw myself more fully into to really understanding each and every nuance of this beautiful, ancient teaching. Uh, but yeah. it's such a part of who I am, I can't not share it.
0: Wow. And, it, and it, you know, I'm just thinking about your creation, Jacob, and, and what you've just shared, that you've always been um, integrating theology, the body, that the Lord set that up. You know, He's the master orchestrator. And He has, I'm sure, such plans for you in this coming generation. You know, I'm sort of turning my... My chair to the west. I'll be working until I draw my last breath to share this teaching and this truth with others. God but, bless you. you. know, but here you are coming, coming forth, and and knowing it from the very beginning. I mean, of your life. I don't have that experience. In fact, I wasn't even Catholic, so I've had a huge journey coming into the fullness of the truth. You know, uh, you do. You and I both share at least the fact that we've both grown up in me in the previous generation in, in the chaos of the sexual revolution where, um, Mm -hmm. and and now I think Jacob, your, your generation has so many challenges with, um, identity of maleness and femaleness. I know you, you do some talks and things that, that, that are geared toward that. And before we head Mm -hmm. to the break, I want to just touch on one of those. I'm really intrigued by the becoming what you are where you talk about integrating creation as male and female. And as a young man, here you are living out your authentic mas- masculinity, and you are sharing that with your brothers and your sisters. Can you talk a little bit about that, please, what that's like in this generation?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, look, we're, we all know we're running up against a lot in this generation. I don't think anybody in or outside of the church would deny that. You know, it's, yeah. it's a chaotic time. It's it's a difficult time. We're in the third generation of divorce.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, we're living post
1: nine eleven. We're living post sex revolution. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a toxic cocktail for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Um but I think that the biggest problem and, and what we're getting at here with uh, with the, the talk that I do, you know, Become What You Are, is that we don't know who we are. Exactly. We don't know where we come from or, or what the foundation for who we are is. And and I gotta be honest with you, Stacey, we can handle a lot. As human beings, as long as we know where we're coming from and we have a foundation. Uh, a couple of years ago, um, I, I was at a talk and one of the boys in the audience raised his hand. That he said, "How, how, how do I pray as a mm-hmm. man? Like, how do I learn to pray in a in a manly way?"
0: Yeah.
1: And the question kind of took me a step back, but all I can think with, with, with for the answer to that question is. You know, go pray in front of a mirror.
0: Oh, wow. Because here's
1: the thing. Here's the thing. The world tells us that, that we have to earn who we are. hmm mm-hmm. you know, There's a great Taco Bell commercial out right now. I can't believe I, I'm saying this, but it is a Taco Bell commercial. But it's wonderful. It's, it, it's a, a sort of <laughs> montage of all these different commercials that tell people, you know, be a man if you do this. You know, a man does this. You know, a man has these things. You know, be a man. Man up. Right, and women get it too. You know, real women do this or that's not ladylike or you know this or the other thing. The world tells us you have to earn your identity. Right. You have to build it up. You have to. You have to become something you're not. But the mm-hmm. church and God tells us that we can become what we already are. See, God gave us our sex as male and female, men and women. He created them. Right. So we already have that. It's a gift that God has given us. You know, no, no returns. You know, no, no, uh, you know, no, no catches in the contract. I am who I am.
0: Amen. Well, and we, are, I don't
1: have to fulfill anything.
0: We are. I know you hear that music, Jacob. We are so distracted in our culture. We don't want to look to our culture. We want to look to the Lord. We'll be speaking with Jacob Popcheck about more of these thoughts and ideas after the break.
2: Our family is made up of every race. We are young and old, rich and poor, men and women, sinners and saints. Our family has spanned the centuries and the globe. With God's grace, we started hospitals to care for the sick. We established orphanages and helped the poor. We are the largest charitable organization on the planet, bringing relief and comfort to those in need. We educate more children than any other scholarly or religious institution. We developed the scientific method and laws of evidence. We founded the college system. We defend the dignity of all human life and uphold marriage and family. Cities were named after our revered saints who navigated a sacred path before us. Guided by the Holy Spirit, we compiled the Bible. We are transformed by sacred scripture and sacred tradition, which have consistently guided us for 2,000 years. We are the Catholic Church. With over one billion in our family, sharing in the sacraments and fullness of the Christian faith, For centuries, we have prayed for you and our world, every hour of every day, whenever we celebrate the Mass. Jesus himself laid the foundation for our faith when he said to Peter, the first pope, You are rock, and upon this rock I will build my church. For over 2,000 years, we have had an unbroken line of shepherds, guiding the Catholic Church with love and truth in a confused and hurting world. And in this world, filled with chaos, hardship, and pain, it's comforting to know that some things remain consistent, true, and strong, our Catholic faith, and the eternal love that God has for all creation. If you've been away from the Catholic Church, we invite you to take another look. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. Ours is one family, united in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We are Catholic. Welcome home.
0: This is Stacey Galino. you're listening to Faith and Good Counsel with my, my very special guest today, Jacob Popchek of Passion Fruit Ministry. Welcome back, Jacob.
1: Hey, how you doing? I'm awesome. What
0: I'm awesome and I'm so glad you're here and man, I hated that break came so soon because you were on a roll, you were on fire, Jacob, speaking about authentic uh, our masculinity and our authentic femininity and you know. A thought came to me um, as I was listening to you. Really, Jacob, we're all thirsting. We're, we were created for a perfect love, and this is something you speak about in the course of your ministry. And and listeners, you can invite him to come and speak. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. Okay. I uh, check <laughs> I'd love that. To come down. He would like lo- you. We need to feed you, honey. We need to feed you some good. Bring your parents. Just come on down. We'll we'll, we'll have a party and feed you really really well. It'll be a bit awesome time. But um, you, uh, I'm
1: looking forward to it already.
0: Yeah, well, we, we, we want to hear what you have to say when, you know, we, we sometimes hear a lot, rather in our culture, God loves you, you know, God loves you, and that should but what does that really, really mean? I mean, we were created for this love, you know, but there's so many barriers in place, I think, culturally placed and, and for other reasons, attachments and whatnot that gets in the way. But what does it mean? To you to say, God loves me?
1: Wow, it's a big question. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, it's something that, that is it's so cosmic and ancient and profound. And you're right. You know, we're oversaturated with it. We, yeah. we you know, I, I see God loves me or God loves you on a, on a pencil. Yeah, you know, it's right. It's difficult to really understand something as, as deep and profound as the fact that God is loved. Yes. God loves us. One is just sitting there on a smiley face pencil. Yes. But yet, we can't, we can't water it down. You know, yeah. there's, there's a cosmic force surrounding us that loves us so fully that no matter what we do, no matter what we think, no matter what we feel, it's always out there saying, but there's better. There's mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. There's more that you could be. I love you so much that I just want to get to you to this next point. To this next point to this ultimate point I want to assimilate you into me so mm-hmm. that you are are all love yourself and that force that, that that force that's always around us that's God it's conscious it's feeling it, it's love right. and it's God
0: and God you is know, a person so it, we want to make that point that the, that that force and that that beauty that you're speaking of the Blessed Trinity is three persons with whom we can have personal relationship right? Communion of persons.
1: Right. The Catechism says that, you know, even the names of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, imply relationship. Yes. It's love, right? It's a Father loving the Son and the Spirit between them, the Spirit of their love together, going around in a circle. You know, you, you can't see me because we're on the radio, but I'm spinning my hands in the air. Yeah, like I'm with part. you, baby.
0: It, I'm with you.
1: You got it. You got <laughs> yeah. that, that cyclical kind of love, right? And you can imagine this circle of the three persons of the Trinity loving one another, and suddenly it's like, you know, we want to bring them in on that. And when I say them, I mean you and me. Yes, God we were created for us it. into that circle, right? Yes. He wants to make us part of that circle. And that's what it means to say God loves you. Yes. What it really means is God wants you to become part of his loving circle. Amen. And he's working on you. He's loving you all the time. He's uh, that love is always there. Pope Benedict XVI describes God as, as loving with fully agape, which means sacrificial love. Right? He's he's yes. sacrificing for us. He's loving us all the time, but also fully eros. God loves us as as a bridegroom loves his bride. Mm. He loves us with that kind of adoration, with that kind of just 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 full passionate. You know you you. You're so amazing. You know, he looks at us, and his eyes water with love, and he wants us to become part of that circle between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that's so profound that we can hardly understand it, and yet if we glimpse it even a little, it just shakes us to our very core, and it can't not change us, Stacy.
0: Amen. Speak it, brother. I love what you're saying, and I love, I love just meditating, uh, con- contem- contemplating, rather, um, on the fact that the Lord knows me by my name. And he loves me, and that means you, my dear listeners, as if I were the only person existing. And he is capable of that because he is God. And that's what we were created for. Um, but gosh, Jacob, there's so many, so many um, intervening distractions and temptations and, and, and things out there that pull us away from that, that blind us, that numb us, our sin, our own concupiscence. Um, you know, that that keep us from fully to the extent humanly possible from fully experiencing that. But one of the ways that God conveys his love and conveys himself who is love to us is through beauty and through art. And one of the things that drew me to you was um, and, and my, my listeners should go and check out the Faith and Good Counsel Facebook page and scroll back and you will see this gorgeous pencil drawing pencil or pen uh
2: just
0: pencil pencil, you know a a doodle i hate to i can't even that just is so inadequate of a word but you were listening to christopher west speak his beautiful uh uh, tob wisdom and knowledge to us and you were drawing christ um you have such a gift jacob for art. And I experienced the Lord through that picture, through that doodle, through that drawing. Oh,
1: praise God.
0: Yeah. And this is one of the things that, you know, again, you're a passionate young man and you are tapping into that fire, that beauty, um, that desire for the Lord through that gift that he gave you. Can you talk a little bit about God and how he conveys himself to us through beauty?
1: Yeah, of course. Well, you, you mentioned the distractions in the world, right? Those those things that sort of get in our way and stop us from seeing just how much God loves us. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. God created the world, right? It's fallen, but it still bears his name. Yes. It still bears his fingerprints all over it, like a sculpture. You know, it, it still bears the fingerprints of the sculptor. And so in those things that distract us most... It may sound, you know, crazy to say, but if you can put on sort of the eyes of, of you know, a, a spiritual gaze, if you can put mm-hmm. on the eyes of the love of God, you know, look, at, look at it and, and realize those things that distract us most, if we let them, can actually lead us to God.
0: Oh, now that's a really deep statement. Can you break that down for us a little bit? What do you mean by that?
1: Well, I can. You know, St. Therese, I think, says it best. She says, he makes us desire, and then he grants our desires. The desire is its, itself a sign that he wants you to have it. Wow. You know, it's, it's a really interesting quote, because what it means is, you know, we can find God in in what, we, in what we desire, in what we want. Well, that sounds crazy. I'm going to break that down, of course, all right? So, so say, you know, I really, you know, for instance, I personally love Disney. I love mm-hmm, Disney movies. Mm-hmm. I use them in my talks all the time. And, and for others, you know, Christopher brings up rock music. I know others bring up sports a lot. For me, it's Disney movies. And, and for me, Disney conveys certain things. I feel certain things when I watch those movies. Now, I can take that in a shallow way. I can sort of be like, oh, it was a good movie. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Elsa made me cry when she sang that song. But I can think <laughs> about it and say, you know what? God, God made me you know, unique from everybody else. And if this is touching my heart, mm-hmm. that means that there is in my heart some kind of yearning that God's trying to you know alert me to that this this movie you know in this case this disney movie is is irritating or pointing to mm-hmm. right and so I can look at that and say, you know when I'm crying at this song is it just because mm-hmm. it's a it's a good movie. Or is it because God's trying to tell me something with this? Now, am I saying that these movies, these songs, these, you know, things that we find especially beautiful or wonderful or special to us are the height of truth or what? No, of course not. Everything's flawed. Everything's just, we're in a fallen world. But that doesn't mean that we can't find the fingerprints that the sculptor left on his creation. And in fact, we have to. As Catholics, you know, Pope Paul II calls us an Easter people. We're living post-resurrection, and we're looking forward to our resurrection, right? We can't afford to be going around with our heads in the sand like ostriches. We have a duty and a responsibility to go out into the world, and as many saints and mystics have done before us, find what's true, good, and beautiful in everything. Know that there is evil in it. Know that there is twists in it sometimes. But be able to look at someone and say, hey, you love that song, you love that movie, you love that sport, you love that whatever it is. Well, guess what? There's truth, goodness,
0: and beauty in there. Amen. There's God in there. Amen. Wow, Jacob, there's so much more that we need to talk about. I hope you'll come back on with me, but you know that clock keeps ticking. It keeps moving away. And may I say, um, you know, as your spiritual mother, you are just precious and you move my heart. And I know you've moved my listeners heart today and y'all need to invite jacob pop down to speak he needs to come to the gulf coast yeah ye, who are listening so let's uh, jacob let's drive them to your website and to how people can get in touch with you and connect with your work
1: yeah please uh, visit passionfruitministry.com dot com or you can find us on facebook passion fruit ministry twitter instagram all that you know i chose the name passion fruit ministry because to, to harken back to what we're talking about with identity it's all about, you know, we have a special identity in the love of God. I say on the website, we are the fruit of His passion. And only by knowing that we come from that can we truly become everything we're meant to be. Can we truly enjoy all the things God has given us to enjoy and truly partake in everything that God has made us. Yeah. So, so please, visit that website, follow the blog, look to those videos that are coming out this summer, and, and hopefully I'll, I'll see you all real soon. At some kind of talk or something in your area
0: that would be awesome and y'all we want this don't we isn't this speaking to your heart we're thirsting we're thirsting for that love um that's so deep that it, it's it, it's a mystical experience really and it's beyond our comprehension and yet it envelops us and this is what we're looking for when we're looking at all these other things these temptations these attachments we're looking for our lord and so yeah jacob i i'm telling you i'm very passionate about passion fruit ministry dot com you know we've got just a little second left and i bet i just bet in our last second here you can give us one little pearl of wisdom that we can move forward with today
1: oh goodness that's a lot of pressure well look when it comes down to it you're made for something incredible either as male or as female god has made you already what you are so you don't have to worry about who you are. You know, God's yeah. made you that already. What you can do is just focus on becoming the best version of that. And the best way to do that is by jumping into those desires and finding God and everything that is true, good, and beautiful in your life, chasing him and loving him right back.
0: Amen. Oh, that was a good pearl. That's a quit looking for yourself because you're never going to find yourself. You only exist in relation to your creator. Well, listeners, you know, I love you. I keep. I hope that you're enjoying the guests that we're bringing you here. Let me hear from you. I love hearing from you here on Faith and Good Counsel. And until we are together again, my friends, Pox Christi, y'all now. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.
2: Faith and Good Counsel is a production of Catholic Community Radio.